0: to the Cozy Mystery Book Club Podcast, where cozy mysteries are read and celebrated 24-7. I'm Angela Maria Hart, a.k.a. the woman behind everything Cozy Mystery Book Club. You may know me as at A over on Instagram and Twitter, or Books Are My Heart over on YouTube. Today's episode of the Cozy Mystery Book Club Podcast features our live stream discussion of real murders, book one in the Aurora Tea Garden mystery series, and of course, Aurora Tea Garden was created by Charlene Harris. For the live stream discussion of Real Murders, I was joined by Kelly Reynolds, who is best known as the hostess of Boobies and Newbies, a podcast for romance readers and readers who want to learn a little bit more about the romance genre. We had a great turnout with the sleuthers from the Cozy Mystery Book Club, and since then, the live stream has been viewed nearly four thousand times. Clearly, there is a lot of interest in the Aurora Tea Garden mystery series. Therefore, today's podcast episode needed to be made. I hope you enjoy our discussion of Real Murders by Charlene Harris. So
1: I look cozy.
0: <laughs> you look cozy with your tea. I love it. You have like the cozy vibe going for you. And I have my little Jessica Fletcher. She, like, I just got this, my Cabot Cove
1: sweatshirt. I love <gasps> <it. laughs> Wait, I'm gonna need you to stand a little taller and model it for me. we got Cabot oh. Cove man. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Now I don't want to like disappoint you, but you do know that her actual house that they filmed is in California because I went to it for the first time last year. You actually went to Jessica Fletcher's house? I did. Well, I drove by, stopped, took a picture because people live there. So I didn't want to like creep them out by like stalking their house.
0: (laughs) I would totally do that. I love how we like go right into the conversation. Clearly, like we're here to talk about cozies. Obviously, Jessica Fletcher comes like she's queen oh, of cozies. But so I, would, I would go, I would stock the house. I would stalk Fletcher's yeah.
1: house. <laughs> it's super cute. It's in Northern California in like Mendocino, Fort Bragg area, which if you, if you've never been there, I don't know why you would know where that is, but it's just, it's a very remote, small town on the coast. It's very cute. It has a very... Cabot Cove feel. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I love my
0: Jessica Fletcher. I have her little Funko Pop here to keep me company. I love how we just dove right in and like Jessica Fletcher.
1: A royal team Funko Pop. I oh my god. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I grew up on Murder She Wrote. Like my grandma and my uncle were like my babysitters growing up. And so Uncle Chris showed me MTV and Madonna, and Grandma showed me. Murder, She Wrote, and Magnum P.I. <laughs> hi, puppy. <laughs> this is Max. He wants to say hi to everybody, apparently. <laughs> He's Max excited to talk cozy, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's all sorts of folks on here already. Hi, everybody. I oh no, This is so exciting. Everyone wants to talk about Aurora. <laughs> yes. Yes. Is this... Okay. You'll know better than I, okay. I will. Is this, like, a big series in the world of, like, cozy mysteries? The whole Aurora Tea Garden series? So
0: I think that she was probably, I mean, again, cozy mysteries are not anything new. They've been in existence for a while. I mean, again, Agatha Christie is the queen of cozies and she was obviously writing before Charlene Harris time. But I mean, I feel like she kind of set up the modern day cozy, but. In this sense, I mean, I forgot how dark this book could get. I mean, this is definitely a darker cozy. And y'all, we're going to talk about this. And I saw someone commented up above and I replied back. I'm like, yes, Lizzie Borden murder. That was definitely darker. So I feel like she probably like foundation level, but then people worked off of it to do like, Mm -hmm. oh, we're going to have our little like themes over here, like the librarian and we're going to have our puns. So I feel like this is probably one of the building blocks for cozies. That's
1: how I look at this. You guys have any comments? please let me know. But that's how I view this one. Yeah, because I'm just thinking about the fact that, you know, reading that it was published in 1990, which is one year pre me. I'm a 1991-er. And the one we read last month was 2000. And that felt like forever ago. But comparatively speaking with this one, I mean, this is 10 years before we meet Hannah Swenson.
0: Off camera, my comment was, I knew immediately that this was an older book because Arthur was like, I have a VCR. If you want to come over like that was his pickup line, like I have a VCR. So that was my cue to stop
1: reading and be like, when was this book published? Like he's bragging about a VCR. That was like the original Netflix and chill. Like, hey, you want to come over for my VCR and popcorn maker? As soon as I
0: saw the V, like he did that as the come on. I was like, okay, what year was this?
1: Yeah, let me tell you, these men were not subtle either no. in like their pursuit of of Roe. I was just like, whoa, like they are just putting it right on out there. Good for you.
0: I mean, I got to give Robin a little bit. I think he was more subtle and probably a little bit more romantic than Arthur. I mean, we're going to have to talk about. Yeah, I love how we're just like diving right on. And so obviously Ro has like the two love interests. We have Arthur, who's a new detective. He was like brand new to the club meeting. Just joined Real Murders because. Obviously, like he's a detective, but apparently he wants real murders afterwards as a hobby too. <laughs> I don't get like a whole summer issue. And then Robin also writes murder mysteries. But he's like, yeah, let's go to a murder mystery club too. So yeah. clearly, one track mind both guys. But yeah, the two love interests, and you got Arthur, who's like, oh, I just wanted to kiss you. And he just pulls her in for a kiss, at least Robin takes her out on a, you know, a real date. So very different
1: approaches. <laughs> yeah, well, and I have to say, considering this came out in 1990, I was very pleasantly impressed by what a modern woman Aurora is. Like, I don't know if people know this, but I have this theory that ever since I turned 28, every character I read is 28. And I'm now 29 and still every character 28 years old. and. So she's, you know, the single 28-year-old woman in the small town. So, which I know, I mean, like, in yeah. 2020, it's not, like, a big deal. But, like, considering 1990s small town Georgia, it's Georgia,
0: yeah. right? in Georgia. Fictional town, I looked that up.
1: <laughs> yeah, but the fact that she's going out with two dudes and, like, not making a big deal about it at all, I thought that was so cool.
0: <laughs> I mean... I think it's so funny, though. We go from reading Hannah, who is Norman and Mike, to now we're reading <laughs> Ro, who's got two guys. than an author oh. I was like, "What is Love Triangles a new cozy thing?
1: Like, or is her, her Love triangles been a part of Cozy's all this time and just never noticed how Love Triangles exist here? Oh, I love this. Victoria said, the funniest thing is that in 1990, Murder Club was weird. In 2020, true crime podcasts and groups is how people relax. That's exactly what I was thinking too, as reading it is I was like, if this came out today, this would be like, I know plenty of people who are part of groups where they're just like talking about murder cases. Right. You have to have that to like, make sure that it's like a little odd, I guess.
0: I I mean, I have to admit, I will sort of give them like a little bit of leeway with this because a lot of the true crime stuff i mean at least for me is you watch it on netflix and you're kind of by yourself and you're a little element or you go to see something like the podcast in real life being filmed or something or the people from the podcast talking about the podcast but like yeah. to just get together and like dissect murders is a little different like i kind of am like
1: yeah like would i go to that i don't know i mean depends on who else is in the group yep Yep. So I, I mean, my question for everyone, whenever there's a love triangle involved is, of course, who's your pick? Who do you got? <laughs> Arthur or Robin? And please set aside the fact that his name is Robin Crusoe, because that that is enough to dump him over. I mean, just that like that's
0: that's
1: so sad. I feel so bad for him. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if anyone actually ever asked her, like, why did you name him this? (laughs) You would think, you would think. Oh, Anna said Team Robin. What Mm -hmm. up? That's me too. I do like Arthur. Like, I do like him. He seems like if Robin wasn't in town, she could go for Arthur. But then now that Robin's rolled up in there, he's like (laughs) the mysterious stranger. (laughs) So my biggest thing with, Robin is, I think he t- he's
0: like more on the romantic side. And that's probably where I gravitate towards naturally because mm-hmm. Arthur, I mean, he comes over, she makes him a sandwich and he literally like pulls her onto his lap and kisses her. And she's like, why did you do that? Oh, I just wanted to do something that made me feel good. And then again, mm-hmm. he's like very like forward, like, oh, you want to come over? Whereas Robin's like, oh, let's go out for dinner. And, you know, I think he just tends to be a little bit more romantic. Like, again, I- I'm going to just go with mm-hmm. romantic. Whereas the other one's like, I am single,
1: you know, I'm recently divorced. I have no children. He's just like, It is what it is. I'm just going to push forward. (laughs) Which I will say he earned like major points in my book just for being upfront and honest about that. Like, yo here's the deal I want to date you I'm single want to come over watch some VHS I'm down girl and I'm like ooh, he's putting it out there though that's good for him that's what I mean like it just depends on
0: what type of character you gravitate towards I mean like I probably like the guy who's like yeah I'll take you out to a nice dinner let's get dressed up and have a little romantic whereas the other one you know he's like very straightforward like I feel like he just cuts through all like the nonsense like you know like we don't need to have dinner I know
1: I like you and you know what? I was thinking I was Team Robin this whole time, but now the more we talk about it, I'm like, maybe I'm Team Robin for Aurora, but I'm Team Arthur for myself. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I feel like
0: that's happened with me in books before where I'm like, I don't really see this hero with a heroine, but I think he's a cinnamon roll and he's
1: mine. I love this guy. I love some cinnamon rolls. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't think Arthur counts as a cinnamon roll <laughs> at all. <laughs> I don't know him enough yet. You know, we'll just have to see where this goes but I feel like even at the end of book one she's already gravitating more towards Robin than she is towards Arthur
0: you know again I feel like we're just gonna maybe we'll we'll talk a little bit more spoilery stuff after you know we talk more about this book because mm-hmm. again when you look at the books as a series versus just this one it's it's very different because another love interest eventually emerges and just everything oh. else oh yeah Oh yeah, we can talk about this a little bit more later and I'll, and I'll reveal Whoa. my feelings about some things.
1: <laughs> okay. No, <totally>. hey, <laughs> and you know what? I mean, I have to tell you, I was telling I was telling Angela this before we started recording is I, I didn't even realize that this was Charlene Harris because I am a huge fan of the True Blood series. And I read all the Sookie Stackhouse books way back when and really did love her writing and everything. And so when I picked up this book, was like, oh my gosh! I don't know why I never made that connection. But now that you're talking about like introducing a love triangle, more like a love like trapezoid <laughs> with like multiple people. I mean, oh my god, Bill, Eric, and I'm I'm forgetting what's his and name. And the tiger guy, Quinn, Alseed. There's a lot of them. She's like a love pyramid. I was trying to remember Alseed. I forgot.
0: I was like, I, I remembered the actor. I was picturing him, but his name escaped me. Ugh. Yeah. There was a
1: whole other guy in the books, too, that, like, turned into a tiger. He never even made it in no. the show.
0: <laughs> no, and on, in the show, yeah. She was not married to Eric at all, although I think she
1: should have been. I would have chosen him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I see it. I see the connections now, like, between her writing and her series.
0: Yeah. I was just reading the comment up above. I love this. The socialite just gave him to her. Uh, Yeah, I love how like this woman's like going through men. She's like, you can have my discarded one. Here you go. I
1: loved her. I wanted to know more about her. I thought she was living her best life
0: (laughs) she was adorable and so okay we'll we'll die I I mean we'll we'll get into a little bit of spoiler I felt so bad for her later on because I loved her at first I thought it was so sweet Mm. that again there was like no animosity about it there was no like oh he's mine you can't have him or oh you know I went out with him therefore like you know it's weird if you do I mean she was just so down to earth and like low-key about it I was like oh
1: no power to you (laughs) Yes. Yeah. No, that was, I mean, honestly, there, and you know what, that was something that was actually really great in this. Now that I think about it is there wasn't really, besides the actual bad guys, there weren't really, there wasn't really a lot of like animosity going on between characters. There wasn't that much drama. Like I know, I know, I know, but I know like when we read the, the chocolate chip cookie murder, I was like, Whoa! We got all sorts of stuff going on here that never made it to the Hallmark channel, and I know we had a few things in this one too. So you you go take it away. Oh no, I
0: was just gonna say the only little drama was Lynn for me. She obviously was like, I. She's like, Arthur is mine. I I loved in the book how she explained it though. She's like, clearly Lynn has the hots for Arthur. Arthur has the hots for me. Therefore, Lynn dislikes me. <laughs> like yeah, she laid it a, all out.
1: A is to B, B is to C.
0: <laughs> I just thought it was so funny, but like. At at least Lynn wasn't in the book that much. So it wasn't like I'm staring death eyes at Aurora
1: for like pages on it. And And I have to say, I, I haven't watched all of the Aurora tea garden movie adaptations because there's something, don't hate me, everybody, but there's something about Candace Cameron, what beret blue, whatever beret. there's something about her that just doesn't sit with me. And I don't, I don't know if it's her playing Aurora or just, her in general. But so I don't I don't watch a lot of them. But I did as I was reading this book kind of remember back seeing the movie and I know that there were several things that were oh, different. So, thing,
0: oh, it was like it was like reading it for the first time for me because yeah. again, once I looked up the year, I re- like this was one of my first cozies that I ever read. This was oh, again, wow. I probably read this. I read this years ago and then I've seen the movie quite a few times since and so I think the movie probably like made more of an impression because I was you know, I was so frequently, you know, exposed to it. And so then I reading this, it was like reading it for the first time going, Oh, my goodness, what is going on here? I mean, just even little things about this book was so different. I mean, Aurora in the movie, she's not the one who finds the body. I mean, there's so many differences, just across the board. She's also not the one giving the presentation on this. (laughs) Yeah. And she's already president of the club and Sally is her best friend mm-hmm. and she's not. I remember that. Mom, and Perry is not mentally disturbed. He's just a little bit of an outcast. Yeah, that was um, that. That was
1: int- I don't know how I felt about that I mean, part. But with her cousin, there like there was no little brother storyline. It was just yeah, that so was different. real dark. That was real dark. The fact that they were going to bring in like some child murder up in here. Yeah, I, I actually Miriam mentioned it. And it's something that I really did enjoy this book. I think one of the things that drove me nuts about it, though, was that, and Miriam said this too, is she said, I kept thinking none of the people seemed suspect. And that was me too, is like, I kept looking for like little breadcrumbs or clues like to be laid out because I love guessing. I love reading mysteries. I love watching mysteries. And my favorite thing about them is trying to guess who did it. And I feel like there were never enough clues for me to even come up with any kind of guess
0: (laughs) yeah no I'm like nodding my head like everything you're saying because again if I had no context whatsoever I Mm. mean even even knowing the ending I was like how did we get from here to there I mean because I couldn't remember there was just so many differences between the book and the movie I was like maybe this isn't even how it goes in the book like maybe they chose someone else because obviously they had the (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the poor guy she's like this guy loves massacres and i'm going oh this poor guy is obviously going to be thrown thrown under buses a red herring but i mean he was such a red herring like you know it wasn't him because it was yeah. really too obvious so i mean aside from the the like you know putting up their light like over here look at this right you right Pirate, you're like hmm, maybe it's you oh sally you said that and that was weird <laughs> none of that
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I have to say, I I think the one thing that I did like more in the movie version was that they gave, can I say like spoilery things? I think we can get into spoilers now. (laughs) Okay. They gave Melanie and Bankston like more, like you got more of an idea that it could be them in the movie. Like, and I liked the reason they gave them in the movie was like, he was all wasn't it like he was always feeling like he wasn't smart enough and she's just so devoted to him that they're like we're gonna make the perfect murders and I happen to prefer that over like just psychopathic sociopathic (laughs) tendencies as like the explanation which I mean let's be real that's like a thing so I mean that's I get it. But compared to like the book and the movie, movie, it was just a very, very different story. (laughs) I mean,
0: I rewatched the movie last night and in the movie, I mean, you can cut again. I think they gave you more of the little crumbs to follow because the other club members, again, they were talking about the, the Wallace case and he's the only member who's like, No, it was a hammer, and everyone else was like, "No, it was a fire poker." And then when Miriam is found, like they find the murder weapon, eventually, and it's a hammer. They're like, "Wait a second! Like he's doing it, but (laughs) he wanted to prove that he had a mind for murder because apparently, when he gave his presentation." Miriam's husband there he sent him a three-page letter of revisions of like these are your edits here's where you went wrong and he was like he sent me three pages three pages like he's so mad and yeah. so like you can kind of see like okay that that's way over the top like response but right. like you kind of understand like okay you
1: cracked like they didn't really give you that here and he was way more no. vicious and violent <laughs> oh so vicious I mean and then I mean, the only thing that ever made me kind of think, okay, it's it's got to be them is when the idea of it being a pair of killers is introduced. Because yeah. I just kept thinking like, well, they're really the only ones that we've just made such a big deal out of being this couple, this pair. Mm-hmm. But even then I was like, but why, but why? Like, and I know yeah. Anna Ross said in real life, you can't really pick out the serial killers until you know they're one. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But when I'm reading it, I want to try.
0: <laughs> I feel like if if you somehow managed to guess it was them with this knowledge, I would be so impressed. I mean,
1: yeah. even I want to know don't how. No. Like, how did you do it? What what was it that was like, it's them? You know, I I want to know.
0: Cause even then I was writing, like I always write my little notes and he's the loan officer. I mean, she worked in like an insurance office as a secretary. Like there was no red flags about anything really with them, except, I mean, even, I also thought like at first it was kind of, funny how Aurora was like hey have you been working out and she looked at Melanie and sort of was like oh you're keeping him healthy and like they played it off so Melanie wasn't jealous or gave her one of those like why are you looking at my man sort of thing (laughs) like even that I liked the interaction between them and I'm going like isn't she the bad one like in the movie I I mean
1: I'm liking their interaction so it was weird (laughs) that Melanie there was like a lot of subtle innuendos and like commentary about like melanie and bangston having sex like i don't know if there's just like so little going on in this town or what but like i mean they must have mentioned at least three times like oh i saw melanie's car parked outside your house i'm just like what oh my gosh move on they're getting married like let's let it go
0: Yeah, I I mean, again, with cozy mysteries, a lot of like, you usually don't say stuff like that. And I was like, you guys are really like drawing attention to this relationship here. I mean, unless it was supposed to be like, oh, you know, there's that was supposed to be a representation of something sinful, in which case, like, maybe that's why I didn't think of it as a as a red flag, because it's right.
1: Normal, (laughs) which would have been weird if that was the case, considering they're the characters getting married and you have this single woman that's dating two men, but like, she's the one solving crime. Like that doesn't, that doesn't add up. (laughs) I mean, I I have read that though, that like a few people have said in reviews of like both real murders and just like Charlene Harris in general, that some people think she gets a little preachy sometimes in her writing. Like I didn't get that feeling. And like, I've read the Suki Stackhouse books, and I know that they're set in the South and like more conservative areas. But I don't know, there's a lot of graphic nudity and banging going on in her books. So like, I don't, I don't think that's the case. (laughs) It's I mean, it's so funny, because
0: again, there's so many changes with the two books. The only preachiness type of element I ever really encountered was I mean, in the movie, it's the first movie. She dates a—I don't know if he's a preacher, but she dates a religious figure. But even then, they only last like one book. <laughs> mm. It's not even a real relationship. But that was the only religious person who I remember being in the text.
1: Okay. Okay. Interesting. And it's so interesting that this was the first book, but this wasn't the first movie. They did one before this adaptation. I wonder. I wonder why. I wonder why they. Oh, are we bringing in puppy? <laughs> It's joining us. I have a laundry
0: basket on the floor and he put his treat on top of my laundry that used to be folded. And no. I thought he wanted me to pick him up, but apparently he just wants to stand guard over his treat. So we're we're gonna find out what's going on there eventually.
1: <laughs> Let's see. Oh, we do have some people weighing oh, in see. Shaylee said I didn't get the preachy thing. Cassandra said they definitely associate with sex and murder haha horror movie tropes. <laughs> that is true. That is very true actually. You know what it actually does feel almost a little more like campy horror, I guess to me than it did like cozy mystery now that I think about it because the murders are actually pretty pretty violent. I'm yeah, I mean, the whole thing with
0: cozies is the murders off the page. But right. she finds the bodies and she gives explicit detail about the bodies she's finding. Yeah. I mean, so, <laughs> the first one, she's talking about like her eye isn't where it's supposed to be and the blood and then bashing in. Like she goes into detail. And then the yeah. other murder that was just so not usually cozy was the Lizzie Borden one where oh she like God. blood on the walls and you got the character, you know, the daughter uh, who I again i liked her in the beginning (laughs) she's in Mm -hmm. shock but like that was such a graphic scene compared to the normal cozy mystery you're usually not like hey there's blood there and there and oh Uh my god like there's part of a skull on the floor like that's not usually how
1: cozies go (laughs) it's true we we have a few more people weighing in on the the preachy miss charlene harris victoria says yes she does get preachy like the murderers are the ones having all the sex. Angela said in future books, she gets some smoochie things going on. Mm, interesting. Okay. So does she have any other series besides, she must besides probably real murders that are in the cozy world? Because I would for sure be interested in seeing like other <laughs> things going on. I mean, yeah. I, I These are good notes though. I like this.
0: <laughs> I just saw the braid. Yeah, that's actually why I did the braid. tonight you have a very good memory
1: (laughs) in the movie supposed to be aurora's
0: braid in the movie candace cameron she's like in the mirror like doing her braid getting ready for her presentation and i was channeling my aurora like i even wore my okay so i always think of alexis from uh, schitt's creek with this necklace but i was like i thought i was like oh a for aurora i'll
1: wear that one I feel like we talked about Shits Creek last month, too, is like, which, is, which is absolutely fine. Like, because that's the best show ever. Just putting it out there.
0: <laughs> it's amazing. And they got their Emmy noms. They deserve them. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, I know. So, so worth it. But um, yeah, I have to say, I don't see Candace Cameron Bure as Aurora. I just saw the comment when you first watched the Hallmark movie, you made your kids close their eyes. <laughs> Yeah, I would totally be, yeah, I I would I would imagine that. Oh, how funny. I love that. Oh yeah, sex association with the reveal of their home with the adult magazines. Yeah, so, and you know what? I saw somebody I I forget who it was, but somebody earlier in the comments did mention they felt the ending was a little rushed. And uh, that's something that like when they show that he's got like pornographic pictures and like magazines and stuff in the house, it was like it was like a sentence. It was so quick that I was like Wait a second, what? And so I wish there were I think there were moments that felt like a little a little too quick, but the whole book just flies by. Like the whole book is really quick.
0: I mean, I think the pacing's really good so that you can just get engrossed and just keep reading. There weren't any kind of natural pauses. You're like, and yeah, now I'm gonna put this down and go make another cup of tea. Like you had to kind of pick and choose your moments if you were going to pause it. But I mean, talking yeah. about the ending, so Mm -hmm. Okay, so again, this is where I think it gets really darker for me, at least as a cozy reader. So obviously, like they pick up the younger brother who's six years old and he's the next potential victim. And then when Aurora finally figures it out and wants to go rescue him, I mean, they really do a number on her. They hit her with a golf club twice and they're kicking her as she's like trying to crawl towards Philip to put her body over him to protect him. I mean, that is oh my gosh, that is so not usually what happens in cozies. Like you might get a little roughed up, you know, pushed or shoved, but you
1: usually don't get hit with a golf club. <laughs> and you are not involving children in it either. That is like, that is like, I mean, speaking of Hallmark, that is like the, no. Hallmark doesn't do sex. Hallmark doesn't do like child violence. Like I'm somebody who for a while was working on a script with Hallmark. And I can tell you that there are many, many rules that they outline for you saying do not talk about this <laughs> so it was a lot it was a lot all at once
0: I mean exactly I mean I keep waiting for you to be like yeah eventually they're gonna like re up the script like I wanted that to happen for you so badly but like you're hitting the nail on the head I mean it makes total sense why Philip became the cousin who was in college like with, instead of him being the younger brother in this but yeah. I mean okay so in the movie the big reveal scene is Aurora and Robin are in the library and they're going to turn them into one of the murders in regards to Aurora (laughs) getting beaten with the dictionary (laughs) and Robin but hanging himself. But obviously none of that happens because it's a murder suicide, but like obviously no children were involved in the making of that Hallmark
1: movie over there. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. and, And here's the thing is I, I know we're comparing them a lot, but I feel like you almost have to set the movie aside and say like, That's real murders. That's Hallmark's real murders. This is Charlene Harris's real murders. Like they're, they're almost completely different entities. Like I know that they have the same world, the same characters, but I mean, to be fair, that's what they did to True Blood too. There's characters on the show of True Blood that die in book one of the Sookie Stackhouse series. So I mean, you know, changes are made when things are adapted. I mean, I will say, like,
0: I really enjoy the Hallmark movies. I'm really disappointed that you can't buy all of the Aurora ones. I mean, I only have the first two. And every time there's an Aurora marathon, I always watch them. Like, I love the Hallmark adaptations. But again, I think I had, like, that distance from when I read the book to when I watched the movie. So, like, again, they're their own entity to me. I enjoyed this book. Like, yeah, it was I darker. Too. But, like, I still enjoyed it. Like, to me, this wasn't necessarily a cozy mystery. It was more of, like, mm. a lighter mystery almost.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, I think if we hadn't been reading this for Cozy Mystery mm-hmm. Book Club and somebody just recommended this book to me, I wouldn't have thought of it as a cozy yeah. mystery. But I wonder if that if that changes at all, like throughout the series or I don't know. But um, I, I enjoyed it enough where I would be interested to read more and see like what comes next.
0: Oh, no. I mean, I will admit, I think... I think Charlene Harris has like a really healthy attitude as the writer who's had their books adapted. Mm. So I, again, I had like, I got to meet her, was it last year or the year before at Book Lovers Con? And she was on a oh, panel yeah. and she talked about how they had been adapting the Aurora movies and they reached out to her saying, oh, we're gonna make some changes. And apparently she was like, well, you've been making changes all along. So like, go for it. Like, she was just like, I've at it. Obviously, like, just keep doing what you're doing. But I mean, I thought that was such a nice way of, you know, kind of differentiating like my books from my books
1: the movies are the movies. So even she has that mentality. So very classy, very classy. I like that because I mean, I talk to a lot of authors all the time. And many of them have the opposite point of view, which Mm -hmm. is totally valid. I mean, I understand both sides of it of like, this is my baby. I can't don't ruined my baby <laughs> like so I do get that too but yeah what a what a
0: classy lady I like that I mean instead of being like oh they made this change that change and you know you're kind of going like oh did I maybe should I have done that as the writer I mean just the fact that she was able to sort of make that differentiation like I was like oh you like compartmentalizing I mean just another reason why I like you
1: <laughs> can I read you one of my favorite lines <laughs> go
0: for it I mean I know I have my
1: notes like I haven't been looking down like hmm, let's talk about this no like none of that this yeah. is a great <laughs> a lot of it has just been a lot were a lot of like lines that I save just because I they um they amused me. And so starting with now Miss Tea Garden, Jack Burns went on, his mask back in place, his voice as buttery as a waffle. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's the whole line. I just <laughs> I I don't know if I've ever heard a voice described as buttery <laughs> as a waffle, like specifically a waffle, not toast, not pancakes, not, I don't know what else do you put butter on, but yeah, like buttery as a waffle. I think I highlighted that and made a note, like
0: Leslie Nope would like this. Like I think that was my <laughs> note in my Kindle. That's good. I like that. I like that a lot.
1: <laughs> I think I actually
0: highlighted the same thing, but it wasn't one of my notes. I was like, that
1: was, yeah, that's amazing. I have a question for you. And this is something like, that this annoys me in mysteries. And then, you know what, I think it is because of when I grew up watching mm-hmm. Murder, She Wrote and Columbo and all these shows, you always got to meet the person who died yes. before they died. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to ask you, do you have a preference when it comes to that? Because I know with this book in the very first moments mm-hmm. Mamie is killed and we never we never know Mamie like we never meet Mamie and so I'm just wondering if that ever has an effect on you when you read I mean I
0: think it varies I'm, I mean again I've been loving I love my Julian Lindsay Bree Baker books I think she's fabulous mm-hmm. and so you know usually you meet the person you're like oh yeah like you're terrible and then you don't really miss them yeah <laughs> yeah like that <laughs> works for me but then you know, I also like I, I mean, again, this is more a TV show, but, you know, when you watch Psych or Monk or then you read one of the adaptations of the mm-hmm. books, you know, they go investigate. So like they then go into the murder. And that works for me, too. Like, I honestly don't have a preference. I just think it okay. depends on how the story is going to play out. But I do think we kind of got insight into man, like because she was part of the book, like she's part of that crew within the book, like mm-hmm. she's one of their real murder members. So it felt like she was a part of their own community within a community. So like, even though you didn't get to meet her, it still felt like you knew a little bit about her, uh, or at least you felt enough of, oh my gosh, she was close to Aurora and the others. So yeah. I don't know.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm very like, if you can make it work, you can make it work. Okay. Okay, That's fair good. enough. And you know what, now that you mentioned like Psych and Monk, which are two of my favorite shows of all time that, you know, after <laughs> Schitt's Creek, of course, and of course. Uh, But I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. That is, I think with those, because I'm so focused on the cast of characters that I love. Oh, Max has things to say too. So I think this
0: time he left the treat in the. You want to come up?
1: (laughs) Thank you, Shaylee. Shaylee said that she (laughs) likes to meet the victims first for sure. So she can see if they're a good person or a nasty person. Yeah. I mean, how many times, like, this is like the quintessential murder she wrote episode. Like, if you watch, if they don't kill the person until like 15, 20 minutes in and you know who's going to die because you're watching it and they are terrible and you're just like, it's yeah. you. You're going to die right. and no one's going to be sorry about it. Mm-mm. Like you're a terrible person. You're you're annoying
0: all these people. Like someone eventually is going to crack. <laughs> yep. Yep. But yeah, what else do you have? What what are some of your other Oh, no, ones? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of thinking that's a fascinating question. I've never really thought about it like that. That's a great sure. question. No, I mean, I think the only reason I probably have that not like I don't want to be like nonchalant about it is because I enjoy psych and monk so much, otherwise, like uh-huh. I think if you're reading a cozy, again, this is where a TV show versus movie probably comes into play, like or you know, reading a book, I think reading a book, I think I like to meet the character a little bit,
1: yeah, okay, cool, yeah, me too, me too. I think my other note I had later on, I guess I was a little confused when it came to the Benjamin Greer story plot like I oh, poor guy <laughs> I was so confused because, well first of all Morrison Pettigrew the like random communist party mayoral electee. like I just I thought it was really funny that they were bringing in the communist party but again 1990 okay And when he died, I was like, oh, that seems I don't even know who that guy is yet. Like, and then the fact that at some point later on, Benjamin Greer admits to all the murders, I was like waiting for, oh, God, what do they have on him? Is like somebody blackmailing him? What what's the deal? And then it ended up being I feel like there were a couple places with both him and Perry that it kind of and even bankston and melanie that basically anybody who was like killing or like potentially killing people it all came down to mental illness which i realize is something that plagues a lot of people and yes people untreated will do drastic things but i was like i don't want this to be the excuse for murder like he
0: ended up in the state psychiatric facility i mean he yeah (laughs) cracked. I mean, it was just apparently he saw the body and went mm-hmm. into a state of shock and then started admitting he killed people. I mean, that's a lot. First, I was kind of I thought he was kind of funny. Like, you know, he kept asking her out and she didn't want to be asked out. And she was like, right. "Oh, Benjamin, you <laughs> like she was right. trying to be nice and play it off. But then when he I mean, he ends up in a psychiatric facility. I was like, oh, my gosh, this
1: guy. Like <laughs> It just kind of seems like it didn't I don't think it really paid off. Like I feel, I can see where like you would include that like in a story, but Mm -hmm. I almost would have felt better about, you know what was funny now that I think about it is that, and I did think this was smart that, you know, Bankston and Melanie are like planting all this evidence on like everybody, which I was like, that's cool. It's like Clue. It's like, you know, there's something about everyone. But I almost would have liked if there was finally enough evidence where like the police thought it was somebody and they brought them in because yeah. now that I think about it, they were never really pointing fingers at anyone. They'd be like, oh, we found evidence in your car too. Oh, that's fine. We know it's not you. I know your ax killed people, but like, we know it's not you. Like everyone was yeah. very chill. <laughs>
0: that was the note I was flipping towards Gifford because when he starts asking, he was like, and did the hatch have Gifford? Take? And you're like, You're like, wait a second, what? You're like, why do you know what the hatchet looks like? And then he goes, that's my hatchet. His friend there found it missing or it wasn't in his usual place. Oh, Gifford. I know. And And he's like, oh, I better go tell the police that's mine. He just walks away to
1: go to the police station. Well, yeah, it just, it was so, and then nobody was like ever, no one was ever thought, to be the killer like no one was ever accused they're just like oh yeah like we know it's your weapon oh we know we found her purse in your car but like you said you didn't take it okay like we believe I'm like Arthur dude come on like I, you're in this club and you're a cop like yeah you should know better
0: <laughs> I mean the whole thing with like planning the clues I kind of thought it was interesting though I mean again I, I understand oh, yeah. and I agree with you totally I mean it just felt like a way to keep the keep the members all on their toes or keep them all like oh what's going on here like why is this person all of a sudden mm-hmm. I mean at least you have people who are like you know Robin saying oh yeah my bag is missing and then the bag turns up so that was good I liked that at least yeah. kind of a little bit of like, oh, it's missing versus going, oh, yeah, like the golf club thing came up later on. And that became the big clue. I mean, so that went right over my head when you're reading it. I didn't even think of that. But
1: <laughs> I liked all the clues. I thought the clues were fun. And the, the briefcase, that was probably my favorite one because that one was like one they had to like work for a little bit. I liked that.
0: I mean, I also thought it was funny. They were like, yeah, we're just going to go down this alley. And he's like, no, this was my idea. <laughs> I'm like going down the alley looking for this. <laughs> I mean, that was when they were actually, like, you know, they had that taking agency with their sleuthing. They weren't just being, yeah. you know, receiving end of
1: it. I like Victoria's note. Oh, <laughs> Shaley said, I find this book so much more comical. Victoria said, that's <laughs> what makes it unrealistic for me four murders in 10 days and the georgia bureau of investigation isn't in town you know what that's like spot on though because i have watched enough episodes of criminal minds to know that this is like what they would call a spree and right? I'm just like, where are you guys like what's going on
0: again going back to like just a random favorite line i wrote this down so after aurora found the body she was so dead. Not just dead. She was so dead. And then Mammy was so dead. She kept saying so dead. I love how she had to like I'm not dead. She is
1: so dead. Totally. I just rewatched Clueless again the other day. That sounds like if Sharon Dion were like investigating murders. Like, oh my gosh, bummer. She,
0: she's she's not just dead. She's totally dead. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my goodness I just thought for some reason like a random like thing that I just thought was really funny it was just like she's so dead
1: (laughs) so dead so dead yeah I the next one I marked was the one about the VCR and popcorn there was another one where I forget which of her gentleman suitors it was I think it was Robin where he did sound like very forward oh yeah let's see oh my god okay I'm sorry (laughs) the grocery store scene where like he <laughs> reaches above her to grab something to help her and Whoa. he's like oh gosh uh what does he say here young lady let me get that for you and it's this whole awkward moment of like him you know bringing down whatever it was she turns around he's like oh wait you looked like a little girl from behind but you looked like a lady in the front oh wait like it just it was so awkward
0: I marked that exact same scene that's why I'm like nodding and laughing but I had no idea how to bring that up I I, I had no idea like this has been in my notes I highlighted it like again I always post quotes over on Twitter and I was like I I pulled that I was like I'm not gonna post that one (laughs) I was like there's no yeah, out of context,
1: it would come across, like, real creepy.
0: <laughs> Even in context, it came across real
1: creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I thought from the back, you know, you look about 12, but certainly not from the front. He realized what he just said, and his eyes closed in horror. I was beginning to enjoy this. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Oh, yeah. Then he says, this is the part that got me, too. I don't think we should talk like this, he said, indicating the difference in our heights. Why don't I come over after I get my groceries put up? You live right by me. I think you said last night, you make me want to pick you up so I can see you better. That was the line. That was the one where I paused, stepped back, (laughs) thought about it, went right back into the book to reread it. And it was still icky. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> i just picture him like picking her up underneath the arms like by the armpits and be like hi face level
1: now <laughs> yeah i just one okay maybe i skipped over was he just like freakishly tall or was no she, she's like, four foot eleven okay she's tiny okay why did i miss that i don't know how that like
0: just Woo, right now, again, like, in the movies, like Candace Cameron is roughly the same height as the love interest like across the board so I mean again total difference I mean she's also okay. four foot 11 I, I just picture her in the book, books just being, like, so much shorter than everybody else like coming up like yay high everywhere <laughs> to yes.
1: so he could even be like a a shorter guy and be five six five seven and it wouldn't matter because she no. would still be a foot smaller Interesting. Comment,
0: though. she said something when he kissed her like their height difference wasn't awkward at all though like she made reference to it somewhere along the nah. line
1: like, when they kissed like maybe because I mean, he lifted her up <laughs> like he can do the lift like dirty dancing Woo! <laughs> uh-huh. they, nobody puts baby in a corner yeah nobody maybe puts they a should in a corner. <laughs> oh god yeah you know, you know,
0: thinking now like maybe that's why arthur had to like pull her
1: onto the lap because maybe he was taller, it would have been awkward to do the kiss. That's, and you know what? Now that I, I'm like, we're talking about him lifting her up, and the other guy like putting her on his lap. These sound <laughs> like a lot of like really weird, like daddy <laughs> little girl like scenarios going on. Which is like, if you're into that. I'm not going to yuck your yum, but also like, hmm, I don't know. This is opening so many layers right oh, now. Okay. So,
0: Shaley is 4'11". Okay. So yeah, she's like, my husband's 5'8 and towers over me. Okay. So like, I'm, oh, five, wow. I'm 5'3". So like, I'm not that much taller, but like, yeah.
1: <laughs> nice. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm 5'9". So I guess, I don't know. It's I would be looking weird up for to me. Like, I'd be tilted, like, <laughs> hi. <laughs> my last guy roommate that I lived with in Chicago he's like six four and Whoa. he made he made me feel really really small too and I'm like I've never been the short one this is exciting no no I
0: wouldn't be in back for like the school photos let's put it that way
1: <laughs> oh yeah Anna says she's five four and her husband Oh, Cassandra I'm with you where are the tall cozy protagonists Thank you. I also want me some fat ladies. I want the fat protagonist out here too. So I'm here they didn't for
0: it. tell us her size? I just knew that she was short, so I just kind of got like yeah. she was like a petite
1: person, but they never really got into her size. No, no, she. They just said. I mean, if they're picking her up and putting her on laps and stuff, I'm gonna guess she's pretty compact. <laughs> but it sounds so much dirtier when hey, you. it. I she's yeah. Her husband. Hey. <laughs> I love it. That's I love that. I see. I just saw like some group of photos that was all like women with their taller male or their shorter male partners, and oh, they made my heart sing. I love it.
0: The only thing that I thought of, I, I mean, again, I wasn't following. I didn't even know she was pregnant. Was the Jonas brother there? They just had the baby, and you see the the girl. The I don't know if they're married or not. The girlfriend, wife,
1: she's taller than him.
0: Mm. <laughs> just oh maybe. yeah.
1: Yeah, they're pretty, too. Their kid's going to be gorgeous.
0: <laughs> you gotta love how, like, clearly I know what's going on in entertainment land where I was like, the poorest brother with the tall, who may or may not be married to her have a child. <laughs> but, like, yeah,
1: I know. Yeah. Him. Like, uh, when I saw the post, like, the picture, you just reminded me of that. The girl from Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. That one. Yeah. They got married. They got married in Vegas. I didn't, see
0: again, I just I didn't even know she was pregnant. People are like, "Oh my gosh, I've been waiting for this child!" Like I didn't even know she was pregnant.
1: So yeah, to be fair, I knew she was pregnant, but then she like popped out the baby. I was like, "Whoa, that was fast!" I thought like we just this is the whole thing with like quarantine, COVID. Like I hope everyone's good. By the way, I hope y'all are surviving and just getting by because time is something crazy right now. Like it's both too fast and too slow. Like I'm. I'm making all the plans for my podcast for the fall. And I'm just like, wait, how can I have like October planned already? Isn't that like four months away? I uh, it's, No, it's yeah. I, one of the, I mean, I might as well mention it now was
0: one of the announcements I was going to make was that I made the, like the first 12 days of cozies, you know, <sighs> I made the bingo boards. And so I was going to tell y'all to make sure you signed up for the newsletter. Or so I, I made the landing page specifically for 12 Days of Cozy so you can join there and then you get an, an email response that had the bingo boards and then if you're already subscribed to my newsletter I'm going to send you that link in the newsletter so even if you are subscribed you're good I'm going to send it to you or you can sign up now and get the bingo boards but I was putting together the Christmas bingo boards <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like when you were talking about planning ahead I was like yep, yeah, I was planning for Christmas the other day.
1: Yeah. Well, and you, you guys do Cosmas and I do boobs mess. So, I mean, we've got all the messes to look forward to later this season.
0: Hashtag 12 days of cozies. Oh yeah. I actually made a little sign there. I don't know if y'all can see it. (gasps) Oh, that's (laughs) cute. Your
1: shelves are so gorgeous. (laughs) Thank
0: you. Yeah. I'm really, you know, again, like planning for Christmas, still summer.
1: Yeah. Hey, you know, again, time doesn't matter. Yep. Victoria just said Christmas in July. Like, hello. It's, it's fun. Honestly, like, I love that people are finding joy in whatever little thing right now. Put up your light, put up your tree. I don't care. Go for it. What's going on?
0: I don't know. So I have a makeup case and uh-huh. keep, and I'm sitting. So this is my kitchen table that I've turned into my, like, everything Good. you know this is my desk this is my you know vanity and so I have another chair and then I have the makeup case and then a pillow and what do you think the dog is he's in between all three of them and he's doing this like clawing at the carpet so I don't know we're just gonna let Love Max. It. Go
1: next. Love <laughs> it. I, miss, I miss having a dog in my house it's so weird like not having another creature around but I don't think I have the energy right now to devote the time and love to an animal. So I'm going to wait. Oh, (laughs) Shaylee asked, what's boobs miss? (laughs) Well, well, Shaylee, let me tell you, I, you might've noticed, I host a podcast called Boobies and Newbies. And when December rolls around, I do the 12 days of boobs miss, where we read 12, usually novella, 12 holiday romance novellas. We do 12 episodes and we do 12 giveaways and that's boobsness in a nutshell. So something to look forward to this December.
0: <laughs> i I got to like bear witness to the birth of this podcast so I feel like I, get, I like I get to enjoy this yeah. you in people because I remember when you started it and it sounded like such a good idea and now to see i I, <laughs> I was updating my website so my my computer my laptop went you know it passed on into the other you know technology life so mm-hmm. I have my desktop and I've been working from a desktop so I decided okay well let me update the website while you know I'm thinking of it and so I went on to your your download and said you like over sixty thousand. I was like, oh go, cat. I'm like this is amazing.
1: I was so happy when I saw that. I was it's so excited. So crazy. Like, oh my gosh. I know. It's it's been a it's been a ride. And you know what? It's so crazy because I mean, I don't think about stuff like that at all. Like the numbers and yeah. the followers and stuff. Like it's it's great. it's great. I know that it's not my life, but I love it. It makes me happy. Yeah. So yeah it's but you really you've been around since the very beginning i was so happy to see that
0: though because like you know i knew i knew you before you even had one download like i was probably one of the first where i was like one of your first 12 or something and so because i was i did like a one minute like Mm -hmm. review for you and so that's why when i said i was updating my website and i clicked over i was putting the url there and i I saw that i was going oh this is so great i mean i agree with you totally like i don't look at subscribers or like the followers like if you just love what you do like Love talking romance,
1: love talking it's cozy. Fun. Like, yeah. Yeah. And we need that now more than ever. But yeah, sorry to like derail the conversation no. if there was more to know, say. I think about you're so, like, so murder. It's great. She asked about boobs. We have to like, we have to explain this. I have to give the people <laughs> what they want. You know, if you want boobs, miss? I'll give it to you.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just giving you like congratulations. Like, I'm so happy. Like, you know, thank you.
1: Found your podcast. Thank you. Well, I'm happy that you continually, for some reason, asked me to come back here and do this because it's, it's always so much fun, like chatting with you and everybody that, you know, I I mean, I'm not chatting with all of you, but you're there. So I feel like we know each
0: other. (laughs) I always say cozy companions. That's what I always say. The sleuth, cozy companion. Love Love
1: it. Love it.
0: I mean, again, I was telling you before, like off camera, like this is the one time I've done the hair and makeup all month. (laughs) I was looking forward to this. Again, my laptop passed on. It's got his little angel wings flying around and, you know, technology heaven, you know, oh. working on the dissertation. Like I was so happy to, you know, take some breaks and go on the Instagram and post like, hey, this is coming up in two weeks. This is coming up in a week. Like every time I, you know, get to interact and post with y'all. It's always, you know. Put a smile on my face. It's great.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. Well, and I'm, let's see, we're getting so much love about cozies and romance. Yep. Cozies and romance. I know <laughs> there really is a lot of crossover. Oh, Anna said, I haven't read any of the strictly romance genre. I don't know where to start. Well, Anna, not to plug myself too hard, but I do have a website now, boobiesandnewbies.com. And we have links to it on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all at boobies You can listen to episodes and I'll make plenty of recommendations. But I've also started just posting the show notes for every episode and um, any links to books that we mention, as well as books that I recommend in in my blog. So if you want to start there and see what you're interested in, go for it. But yeah, I mean, I tell everybody, I'm like, look, you got to try a little bit of everything to know what you like. Like I started reading romance 10 years ago. And it was a contemporary like morning after friends to lovers story. And I mean, now, now I read everything. I just read like an alien romance. I mean, there is something out there for everyone. My, so, my own head,
0: I was just like hashtag
1: Ruby Dixon.
0: <laughs> yeah, that wasn't it. But I love okay, was <laughs> my first response. I'm like, I'm like mentally filling in the gap, like hashtag Ruby Dixon.
1: Yes. That wasn't it. But those are great. I don't know if I would say to anybody to start with Ruby Dixon, but you know what? You 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 want to dive into the deep end. There you go.
0: (laughs) No, I mean, again, like, I think this, this is pointing to something too. I mean, there is a lot of cozy and romance crossover. I mean, that's my dissertation is on the romance genre fandom, but yet I'm talking about how much I love cozies over here. I mean, I will admit, I think it's really, really interesting. And I had this conversation when I was at Malice Domestic. More romance readers cross over to cozies than cozy readers cross over to romance. And I thought that was really interesting. And like and I and I've kind I've kind of
1: followed the, the breadcrumbs of this. And I think it's sort of true. I'm gonna really think about do you have like a do you have an idea of like why? Because I'm really trying to think about that. I mean, I, I thought it was really interesting. So hmm. the lady I was I was speaking with,
0: she's the former president of her RWA chapter, and she's currently writing cozies. And I do think it's kind of true when you were when when she was talking about it, and I was trying to figure that out. I mean, maybe it has to do with the romance genre conventions, or you know, cozy hmm. mysteries having the small town feel, and like maybe hmm. you really want that vibe, or you know, you want to follow it with the friendships instead of just the relationship. But I mean, there's definitely you know something to that, and so I'm kind of curious
1: you know, to kind of pull on that thread a little bit more. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what, now that I think about it, I guess the quickest example I could think of it is like when you have cozy there and I see people having this conversation too, because Cassandra asked, has anyone read a cozy without a love interest? And it's <laughs> I, know, I feel like most of the cozies I have read, do have a love interest or, you know, two, three, whatever it is, but that's the B story. Like the mystery is the a story. And in romance, it's the complete opposite. It's that the romance is the A story and that there might be other stuff going on. There's usually both internal and external conflict. Maybe it's a job, maybe it's your family. Sometimes it is murder. Sometimes there's romantic suspense, but the romance is what comes first, not second. So Oh, my gosh, that's so interesting. I feel like this is a whole other dissertation for me to write. Oh, yeah.
0: I just thought it was really fascinating. You know, it was one of those little, you know, data points that I found and I'm going and, you know, it doesn't really fit into the overarching... Just yeah, a lot of narrative of the dissertation. But I'm like, okay, this is really interesting. I'm gonna put you right here.
1: I want to, I want to forget you. That's
0: little nugget of brilliance over here for I'm
1: another, a- another <laughs> paper. Sometimes, so yeah, no, I do. That is really, that is really interesting. I'm gonna think about that a lot more, and it makes me wonder how many authors then kind of make the transition writing between the two genres. So you also have too, me, you for thought. When you're when you're reading, like, I want to read my red herrings and be
0: like, are you the killer? Or are you not? Instead of being like, Are you in love? Are you not in love? Like, I'm like, Where is that herring? Like, you have
1: different things that you're looking for. <laughs> That's a good point. I, I do tell everyone, and I'm not sure if you read the Angela, but I tell everyone that there's this one romance series that you are guaranteed to love. Because I just don't understand how anybody could not love it. Like, even if you don't read romance, I swear, read this series. And it's called The Blue Water billionaire series and it's about four female billionaires so it already like subverts all the tropes of like there being these men in power this time around it's the ladies and I actually they, read that it's well and what's great about it is it's four different authors it's Lucy score Claire Kingsley Catherine Nolan and Pippa Grant and they write four separate books but they're all part of the same world. They're all these women that share this like compound in Florida and are just powerful, badass ladies. And oh God, I love it so much. It's the one that I'm like, everybody will love it. Now that I've said that though, someone's going to go read it and be like, Kelly, you lied to me. It was terrible. (laughs) You know, I just wrote that down in my little notebook.
0: Like I haven't, you know, it's one of those, I'm trying to even remember if I've heard of it. I don't know. Maybe I it's come across my radar, but I haven't read them yet. So yeah, I'm outside the to be read list a lot, because
1: <laughs> that list is just never going to end. Oh, yeah. Just keep going. Micah said, uh, my friend once told me, I read pornography. I mean, romance. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's something we talk on, about on the podcast mm. a lot is people having this idea that romance is just written porn. And it's i mean there's bad romance of course there's there's bad cozy mysteries <laughs> like of course but i like to think it's more than that but don't but, take my word for it read it
0: <laughs> oh no i guess i'm reading cassandra's comment Shakelet, exactly no yep same romance is It's yes. not the overarching narrative which is yeah. fine i mean i i mean again i actually i like romance in my cozies though i do
1: i mean if there isn't romance oh, yeah. i'll still read it though but i always i, I always I, like it <laughs> I do want to check out. I saw somebody recommended. Oh, Angela said "Murder Past Due" by by Miranda James did not have a romance interest, and it was a male as the main character. I'm intrigued by that. That's something that I do because I now that I think about it, I haven't read many where men are the main characters. So mm-hmm. I'd be interested.
0: I know. I mean, I know Perot, but aside from him, not so many. Yeah. I mean, the only other one I was trying to think of, there was a senior sleuther and I think, you know, there was kind of a little bit of a vibe between her and the neighbor, but I haven't read the rest of the series yet. So I'm hoping like maybe they do. But but, I mean, she was a senior sleuther. So I think it was more I know the husband had passed away and I think her kids had already like gone off to be on their own. So she was by herself. So (laughs) I am (laughs) to Yeah. So she's, you know, solving her mysteries in her little small town. i I don't think there was romance in that one and i cannot think of the name off the top of my head and i haven't i haven't read the book for next month if someone has you can tell me but like next book is a diva runs out of time by um krista davis so like i don't know if there's a lot of love in that one
1: or not but i mean we're gonna find out (laughs) it's like is it is it time like t-h-y-m-e Yep. Our little funny uh, titles. <laughs> that's so cute. I want to say I like have either read that or have come across that at some point because that sounds really familiar. There are a lot of books in this series, but I
0: don't know the romantic element of it. So there may be romance and okay. not like we'll find out though. <laughs> I don't okay. know. Like I, like, I was like, maybe based on this conversation, I was like, I'm going to have to go look and see if there is romance
1: for our next one. Yeah. I mean, I would be surprised if there's not at least the like, wink wink nudge nudge kind of romance. you know like just I feel like there's always that little hint of it coming like it's going to happen but yeah I want to I cast Rob Lowe in the role of the main character oh in the in the book Angela recommended I think Ooh, well I am here for some Rob Lowe so that is fine with me oh Christine says there is a romance in it I think she's talking about Diva oh, runs out of time so okay yeah. I was just curious I I didn't I wasn't sure I was like
0: maybe next month's book doesn't I'm gonna have
1: to find out it. <laughs> I think you're gonna have to go out of your way to find a cozy that doesn't have romance in it
0: <laughs> hey I might be up I'm, I'm gonna ha- I mean I'm like I'm up for the challenge clearly cozies are on my radar so I'm gonna keep you know one eye open for that yeah
1: I appreciate that I appreciate that
0: well I'm excited for it oh no I the poll oh my gosh you've been paying attention our polls are the most entertaining thing in the world for finding our next book of the month and so again we had to have a runoff vote for real murders which obviously won so what i did this month was i gave the club a day and a half between when the poll ended and when our live stream started just in case we had another tie and there was a single point difference literally all the time that the poll was running and so <laughs> all the books kept like coming it was it was ridiculous it was they were so close and so what I think I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take the runners up and just probably push them into the next poll and then just ask for another oh yeah the other slots because there was one like right off and then
1: I'm blanking on the second one but they were so close to murder in <laughs> G major that's written what it was. off and death yeah. by chocolate cherry cheesecake yeah I'm gonna have to roll these over because y'all are seriously
0: interested in them I mean it's not like one book had like oh eight percent and all this like there was interest across the board and so you know I can't just yeah let those books go we gotta like roll them
1: over because clearly people are interested in them Yeah, I think I voted for the writing one, but these all, yeah, they all sound good. I love that there's just like a cozy mystery for everything, too. There's donut murders. There's fashion murders. Like, oh, it's the best.
0: Oh, yeah. I
1: mean, Murder in G-Major, I I love yeah,
0: (laughs) That's came up before and. I remember last time, like the very first time it came up, I was so excited. Like I purchased the physical copy. I have ebook and like I'm waiting for this book to win so that we all read it together. But like I already have it. Like I am ready for this <laughs> book whenever it wins and when it's finally book of the month. Like I've, I'm ready for it. Same, okay. I was going to say, yeah, same with the cherry cheesecake one. Like, I, you know, I thought that one was going to win before Real Murders won. So I was already reading up on my cherry trees. I was like, yeah, this looks great. I'm going to you know, put in my order for that book. So the paper copy around here somewhere. <laughs> so whatever wins, I'm ready to discuss. I'm right there for y'all. Yeah, plenty, plenty to read. We can't read them all at once, but they'll they'll get read. Yeah, this is an ongoing club. So just keep, keep those books. You know, if there's one that you come across and you're like, hey, this would be a great book, just keep it in your back pocket
1: and recommend it. <laughs> Cool. Yeah. I'm excited. I I mean I'll read whatever we choose because <laughs> it's it's a nice break from erotic romance every once in a while.
0: <laughs> my big thing is like, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna be impartial. I'm just gonna post what people want and then I'll I'll go from there. You know, I, I'm like, I will refrain from voting and let you all take the lead. So I get to just watch what and see you? like the polls. It's so it's so entertaining to me because <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, people are voting. They <laughs> get tweeted. Oh, yeah. I'll read whatever y'all are interested in. I mean, cozies are cozies and clearly I'm here for them. So (laughs) yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, written off, that sounded good. I thought that was fascinating. I mean, another book that's come up and gone away was the coloring and the lines one. I can't remember the title. I think Anna recommended it. And then there was another one that's come up a few times. So Obviously, these polls are just going to keep happening, but this time it's um, the diva runs out of time.
1: And I was like, that is such a fun. I love it. I'm here for it. I am here for it. And I love me. Anything that's cooking, though, I'm going to have to eat something while I read it. So, speaking of that,
0: Again, if you guys have comments and thoughts, like this is your time to type them in because as soon as the video is archived and I can actually access the comments, I will convert every single comment to a giveaway entry and a person, one book club member will win two books, (laughs) the first two books in A Sugar and Spice Mysteries by uh, Mary Lee Ashford. Again, with your baking cozies right there. I mean, quiche of death is the latest one. I'm like, quiche. (laughs) Every single time. So again, I make the little images for the giveaways to promote it and let y'all know what's coming up. And I type in baking. I'm like, oh, this is a fun picture. This is a fun picture. Oh, there's a bakery picture. I just fall into it. So again, I'm right there. So you said cooking. I'm like, yep. I'm on baking cozies. Mm -hmm. I'm (laughs) Um, with you. I love my baking cozies. That's why Hannah Swenson, I'm like murder. She
1: baked here for it. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. Diva books don't have a lot of romance. Okay. But amazing characters and a rivalry with a Martha Stewart wannabe. Ooh, okay. Mm -hmm. I'm into it. Emphasis on Diva. I like it.
0: (laughs) I mean, I I liked the book Killer Hair. I mean, uh, you just remind me of that for
1: some reason. (laughs) I haven't read that, but that sounds amazing. Okay. Is there a drag queen cozy mystery? Because if there's not, I think you might have found your next writing project. Mine? <laughs> <laughs> I finished the dissertation first. My goodness. I, I think it heard. needs to be out there. I think now that I'm like thinking about it, I'm like, ooh, that would be great. You're writing too,
0: though. You gotta add that to your your current creative uh, work. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> As I looked at it, I'm like, and we talked about that. We talked about this. This is what's great about it. I think our live streams... Is that I'm like, oh, I have my notes and then we don't even end up meeting them because the conversation is just so natural between you being awesome and the comments. It's just so great.
1: Yeah, I find I do the same thing with podcasts is people will come in with pages of notes and then I'll just talk too much and they'll talk too much and we'll realize, oh, we talked about everything already.
0: So one note, this has nothing to do with the book. Well, yes, it does, but not really. Angela Cox, I love her. She's so sweet. She did the word search for real murders. It's over on Twitter. I posted it on the Insta story. And tomorrow I posted as the actual Instagram picture. So I just wanted to give her a shout out for making the word search. She's been doing this every month and she is just so awesome. They look so professional too. So I just wanted to give you a shout out for that. I don't know if she's still here. I know she was Woo. up there up the top. Angela, yes. Yeah. That's <laughs>
1: awesome. You.
0: I just want to make sure I was like, that was, on my I was like, you got to mention because it looks so awesome. Mm-hmm. And she's so sweet. It, you know, it comes up in my little inbox. All of a sudden it's like, here you go. I was like, oh, you're the best.
1: I remember seeing the one for chocolate chip cookie mysteries And I thought that was so cute. So I'm glad to see that that's a continuous thing. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, so
0: I, I don't, I don't know if she's seen this yet over on the cozy mystery website. Every time she's done it, I've been updating them over on the website. So the last three are up there. So I get to add this one too. Yay. so i'm trying to make sure that they stay accessible so i'm pretty sure i linked it over to her twitter account to make sure she gets the shout out she deserves it but i'm trying to keep them archived so that if someone misses them they will be available because she does such a good okay. job so i want to make sure people see her awesomeness Woo-hoo.
1: <laughs> just a little shout out she deserves it <laughs> cozy con. <laughs> yes oh my god Cozy con yes i am here for it
0: I just saw that. I'm like, all of a sudden, little comments pop up. No, I mean, she does such a great job. Yeah. And it was a giant one. I mean, but again, I think a lot of there's a lot to be covered when it comes to real murders. So of course, it's gonna be a giant word search. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've got all sorts of I'm like, thinking about all the words you can include. So I'm excited to check it out. I know. I mean,
0: I feel like next month, we're gonna have a lot of puns. I'm gonna be on the lookout for the puns. That's gonna be the new thing. I mean, I'm curious how this works. I'm like, all the pun words in there, are just a little fun titles. I can already kind of see this just being really, you know, cute. <laughs> I
1: don't know nothing yeah. about books. That's, that's what I think about when I think about cozy mysteries. I, I don't know if I told you. Oh, no, you know what? You finish because I don't want to, like, throw you off your game. No, no,
0: no. I mean, that was my note. And then next month, Ben from At Botany and Books is my guest host. Kelly has been busy. She has so many things on her schedule. I can't monopolize her all the time, although I love her
1: and she is welcome any, any time she wants to join. She can come. I, well, love I will be, I will be happy to tune in. I love you too. I love being here. It's so much fun. And yeah. So uh, the, the cozy companions, I, I love being a part of that
0: it was so funny. So again, I gave you guys the extra day and a half in case we had another tie and we very nearly did. So I already made the YouTube link and I was so proud of myself. So the YouTube link for next month is already there. So you can set a little reminder and add it to your watch list or something. So I was so proud of myself, like, Hey, I can actually get the visuals done and I can do this. Cause I, I built in an extra day this time.
1: <laughs> there you go. You go girl.
0: And then I already mentioned y'all, there's going to be a bingo board. There's, there's actually three of them. So we have the Christmas one, and we have a fun just, you know, there's there's going to be a little baking themed one and just a general cozy witness one. So make sure you sign up for the newsletter and you'll have access to them. They'll come right in your inbox. Yay! So if you any other questions, thoughts, queries, I, um, I mentioned the giveaway. Told you about that. I'm looking down at the notes. I think everything's up to date. So unless you guys have questions, you can take it away for whatever you're about to
1: say. You're not interrupting anything. Oh, no, I was just going to tell you and anybody that cares at all about it. My dad started reading Cozy Mysteries recently and he's a converted. He loves them and he's decided in his retirement he should write one. So I thought you would appreciate that. All I know is that he wants it to be about a postman. Interesting. (laughs) And I immediately thought old man, which I don't know why that's my frame of reference for a postal worker. But yeah, he thinks it's going to be like some young hip hipster postman and solving crime. You remember in Cheers, Clay Clayton, what is his name? Clay Clayton or something? What is his name? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You know who I'm talking about, though? Like he's like yeah. he's my image of a postman. I just kind of pictured him on his route, like stumbling across a dead body. I was like, yeah. that was what that's- I imagined.
1: And he wants all the names, the titles to be like, you know, honey, like male titles. I'm like stamped for death. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. So um, that's uh, that's oh, good. Shaylee said I would read it, and Lady Gizmo said that's awesome. A postal cozy. <laughs> Again, yeah. I actually
0: really want that now. As soon as you said that, I'm like, I'm not really familiar. I don't think I've actually stumbled across that because people love their their cozy mysteries, like their career cozies. That's, you know, the terminology, I guess you can call it career cozies. So I, I'm, I'm picturing like, there's the journalist, there's the crosswords. I'm going through my head of like all the professions, but I don't think I've actually come across a postal worker one. So he might've just yeah. found like that niche that he's going to fill the
1: void of. And I think that is like the thing was, he was like, if I do it, I want to pick something that like people haven't been doing. And so I don't know why he thought of that of all things, but yeah, he's got this whole, this whole like world that he's talked about. There's somehow there's like a bike shop involved. I don't know why, but yeah. Oh, everybody's so nice. Na- the postman always kills twice. <gasps> That's hysterical. Oh, Victoria, said it's Cliff. Cliff Claven. Cliff, what thank it
0: was. you. Thank you. Got I had it on his brain card. It was like, it was, it was there. And I'm like, okay. He's on cheers. He's always giving you the facts that are not facts.
1: <laughs> These are all fantastic notes. I'm going to copy and paste them and send them to dad to be like, hey, here you go. Here's the the expert. I told him to join us. I was like, you got to start coming to Cozy Mystery Club and watch what's going on. Like you'll learn so much, but he's welcome anytime. <laughs> so if you ever see a Dan pop up, it's dad. <laughs>
0: Oh, and thank you. I, I, I know this is my little gift to myself this month. So my little, cute. I got it on Etsy. I literally, so again, I went through a murder. She wrote phase, Amazon prime. They have the first five seasons via IMBD. So I was, I've been loving it. I was like, I need something just for myself, just a little treat. So I was looking at my, I always try and do something themed sometimes. You know, I have a sweatshirt that says, you know, Baker street. I have one that says get cozy. It's like, no, I'm going to wear my brand new one for
1: tonight. Dressed for the occasion. <laughs> I like a Chenoweth says I'm new to your club looking forward to next month love your videos a Chenoweth are you related to Kristen Chenoweth because that would be amazing
0: (laughs) I love her so much when she sings popular she's adorable she would be a
1: good cozy mystery like sleuth I would watch the hell out of her She She would be
0: great. She's deserving of her own Hallmark or Rorty Garden inspired. Yeah. I'm going to start thinking about that. He needs a dog. He needs the dog to attack him. I'm just picturing a dog on the cover of the cozy with like letters flying
1: everywhere. Oh my gosh. Yeah, these are amazing. He, and he has to be a baker at home. It's a good career because the postman sees lots of people in town. Yeah, I know. Like they would be like the ideal people to like spy on what's going on in a town, right? Like they're seeing yeah. so many people. So maybe not in the time of COVID, but you know, still like, cool. It's cool. I don't, we'll see if he actually does it. Cause like he's I'm the writer in the family, but I I want him to do it because I'm like, it sounds
0: like fun. That's an amazing premise, though. I mean, when you actually kind of you know, think of it like the analytical cozy. Oh my gosh. I love her. Nancy Cohen. She has a book about writing cozy mysteries. Again, th- this is a perfect book for him to read if he's interested in writing cozy. I like that. Anyone interested in writing cozy is Nancy Cohen's book. It's awesome. It's over on my bookshelf somewhere. I even did an interview with her on my channel at one point. She's amazing. She talks about the professions of your sleuther and how important they are. And I was like, he chose the best profession. I
1: am <sighs> like, that is such a good choice. Oh my God, I'm going to pick up that book. I for sure i am going to pick that up. Good night, Anna. Anna oh, says good you night. You're so sweet. I love Anna. <laughs> it's been a hoot as usual. <laughs> so my postman still locks door to door. Oh, that's great. I love that. We don't, I don't know. I don't know my postman yet. I'm still new here.
0: <laughs> oh no. I was gonna, well, that's why we said in the time of COVID, I was like, I actually saw my she's a male woman, not a postman. I have a male she was here. And so, you know, she had on her mask and she had her, you know, she had on the uniform. She had her, you know, awesome. nail cap, like she had to carry with her. And so, I mean, she's still working. I mean, God, you know, God love her for what yeah. she's doing.
1: Yeah. Those essential workers. Like if any of you are or have them in your life power to you, I mean, that's, but stay safe. Everybody stay safe as best you can Like, Mask know, up, so maybe you know, the COVID his story is still relevant again, which is why I think it's so brilliant.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he should set it in the time of COVID. (laughs) I mean, I I can picture, like, I I am so on board for this. I'm like, I mean, he's got to write this story.
1: Yes, I know. I'm here for it. I am here for it, where the postal workers get dead letters. Oh, um, the postables? Is that the... That's a series? Yeah,
0: um, Eric made this. He was on, um, What's um, Ugly Betty? He now does, he has his own show.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Signed, sealed, delivered. Okay, mm-hmm. I do remember. Yeah, I do remember that. Wow, I didn't even realize that was a whole. Well, they've a lot of
0: movies. I don't. I mean, it's kind of like Aurora, I think, where they keep doing a number of movies one after the I other. I think that's the one you're talking about. There was one on the other day where the, one of the ladies on the staff was actually the child whose letter had gone awry, who'd gone amiss. So he found out, you know. Her nickname as a child was Crackers, and the letter was signed Love Crackers. He's
1: like, "This is for you." Wait, I'm I'm sorry. We're gonna have to pause right there. Her childhood <laughs> nickname was Crackers.
0: Apparently, she loved eating crackers. But yeah, so it, I that was on, and I just you just reminded me
1: of that. So yeah, there's a whole thing. I'm still stuck on Crackers. <laughs> I love eating meatloaf. You don't see me calling myself Meatloaf, but that name's already taken too. So, I mean, that's neither here nor there.
0: <laughs> oh, good night, Lady Gizmo. Thank you so much for joining us. I know. I, now you're going to be looking at the clock. I didn't even realize it's like almost 8.30. No wonder my mm-hmm. throat is like, wait, you've been talking so much. Introvert-like. I know. I'm I, talking. I, I ran out of tea like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> I, this is what happens again. I live by myself. I mean, I talk to my dog, you know, I talk to him like he understands me. And of course he mm-hmm. doesn't, but this is the longest I've spoken in the, I mean,
1: all month, probably <laughs> like, no yeah. wonder my throat is like, what are you doing to me woman? Well, and I never shut up. So, I mean, I totally get it. This is why my podcast episodes are so long. So
0: <laughs> no, I mean, I, I mean, I've had the best time chatting with you and everyone in the comments is so great. I'm like, if anyone has any final thoughts or questions about anything, whether it's real murders related or you need to know about her podcast or something like i was gonna say now is the time to ask i was gonna say before i officially lose my voice and they're like what are you mm-hmm. doing to a covert person you're talking
1: mm-hmm. to- <laughs> if anybody's in minnesota let me know i just got here micah said i love when kelly co-hosts <laughs> Y'all are so nice. I feel like I'm just so, I always feel unprepared to be here, but like we have so much fun or at least I do. So happy. I, I just hope people are having fun. listening to me talk and talk.
0: Well, my mom watched the live stream after when it was archived and she's like, she was such a great co-host. She's such a natural. And she was giving me like all the positives. She's going, Oh, you had, you had such a natural, you know, back and forth with her. You guys clearly had got along well. You had such a great dynamic. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she's amazing, right?
1: <laughs> oh, well, thanks, mom. Yeah, it's that it's that theater degree, you know. My parents would be proud. They'd be like, "Yeah, putting our money to good use." There it is. <laughs>
0: I, I mean, I was going to say, I wish I had done more. I mean, I took, I think a few public speaking classes, but I mean, again, totally on the opposite. Ryan was like, oh, here's our little bookish person whose voice is going to crumble pretty soon because she's not used to talking this month.
1: Oh no, but you kill it. I mean, there's a reason people keep coming back to watch because they you're so, you're so easy and approachable oh. and like so fun. So fun. Oh. I, it's a joy being here. Thank you to everybody for letting me slide up in here again because it's always it's always super fun
0: and I, I really do feel like again cozy companions like we really do have such like a great group yes. I mean I love the positivity I love the comments everyone always makes me smile you're so great like it's just all you know <laughs> exactly
1: I was like the little heart so many hearts <laughs> we two work well together and I love you too Angela in not in a not stalker way <laughs> that's why I want that on like a valentine's day card like hey babe, love you. Not in a stalker's way. Like, <laughs> that's so, that's so, sweet. Nice. so good. Yeah. This has see been, quick. See? see what she just did there. She was so quick. She's like, yeah,
0: I'm on a Valentine's car. Like the, like the wit she's like in the moment she's got it. <laughs>
1: I'm taking a sketch writing class right now. Cause it's like, I need something like that where I can just think of random crap and like have a place to put it. So, yeah, that's that's my outlet. Otherwise, you guys get the brunt of my like impromptu comedy routine.
0: So I was going to say I'm the opposite where it's like I I don't talk nearly as often as I probably should. So it's like, let's talk about all the cozy awesomeness. It sort of explodes. All the cozy love just explodes out of me whenever I talk about them online.
1: (sighs) That's good. That's good. That's what the people want. That's why everybody is here. Good and good night. I hope everybody has wonderful evenings. Maybe it's afternoon where you are. Maybe it's tomorrow. I don't know. I know it's about dinner time here, so I'm going to go rustle up something to eat. I know
0: I think Max is finally Waking up, he's he's finally finished digging into the carpet that did not give. So he's now wondering where I
1: am. I think or what I'm doing. Yeah. He's ready uh, for you to pay attention to him again.
0: I know I, he was mad at me the other day because I trimmed him, but now now he's fine. Now he wants the attention, so I gotta go take care of the little guy. But y'all are so great. I'm so thankful and appreciative that you joined me tonight, and thank you for everyone for watching. I mean, and joining and commenting like just makes my heart so happy and it's so wonderful to see her <laughs> she's so sweet like it's so wonderful to see people enjoying this club and enjoying the books and you know really getting together and talking about something that makes you happy I mean I'm so honored to be a part of you know be able to offer this and do this with y'all it's just again I know I just said it before but like it really does make my heart so happy like it makes my day makes my month like I was looking forward to this all month because you're so awesome and everyone's so awesome like I knew this was going to be a good night so like even my computer crashed I was like oh well, the end of the month is going to be here soon. (laughs) Like I'm looking forward to it. So I'm so appreciative to everybody for joining and for you. I mean, again, she is welcome back anytime. Like she can, I love this woman.
1: She's welcome. (laughs) You're too sweet. I love you. Thank you so much for having me. And thanks to everybody for showing up it was fun I always have fun when I come on down to the cozy club
0: I know right I was like yeah you made me so happy I'm so appreciative to everyone for watching and joining and I mean so I will go through all the comments it's going to take the video a little while to archive but I will go through and tomorrow hopefully hopefully tomorrow I'll be able to have the giveaway announcement and you have plenty of time to pick up your copy of next month's book so you can get reading or you can get your copy and put it aside so a runs out of time so that is our next book and hopefully you enjoy it. Romance and all. <laughs> woo So I guess we're going to sign off tonight and wish you guys well. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Cozy Mystery Book Club podcast. I truly appreciate you taking the time out of your day to celebrate cozy mysteries with myself and the rest of the Cozy Mystery Book Club. I hope the rest of your day is happy, safe, and healthy. I look forward to you joining another sleuthing adventure with the Cozy Mystery Book Club very soon. You can join us over on Twitter and Instagram at Cozy Mystery Club. Join one of the YouTube live streams the last Tuesday of the month at 7 p.m. EST over on my YouTube channel, Books Are My Heart. Or simply hit that subscribe button and enjoy all of our live streams as podcast episodes. No matter how you enjoy Cozy Mysteries, I've got you covered. Thank you for being a sleuther with the Cozy Mystery Book Club. As always, happy reading, writing, and sleuthing.